0: Hey, this is former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. And Josh Chernoff. And uh, we're excited to announce that Mind the Meanie is now powered by the MLW Radio Network. Myself and Josh Chernoff will bring you a show every week where we talk about everything from wrestling, movies, sports, and useless knowledge. But most importantly, we have a great group of neighbors there with Front Row Material. Absolutely. Front Row Material. We've got Mike Freeland. We've got Mikey Whipwreck. And we have got
1: hashtag this is Jerry Lynn you're welcome again for that
0: I love to be here with you guys I'm glad to call you neighbor maybe I'll stop over for uh, some extra coffee or a cup of sugar or have a slice of dropped pie ditto please tune in to mine and the Meanie. please keep supporting front row material and we'll be a part of this great MLw radio network blip, 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 blip.
2: It's time to start your day the right way with Front Row Material, starring ECW legends Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck. Now, let's welcome your host,
1: Mike Freeland. How the hell are you? I don't know how to answer (laughs) that. Oh my god. Well,
2: we're on we the train probably. to Bangkok aboard
1: the Thailand Express. Oh, my. That's a that's a Rush song. Passengers to Bangkok. You, passengers to Bangkok. Can't, you know, I can honestly say I'm not super familiar with Rush. So the um, anniversary has come yes. and gone. Yes, it is. It has come and gone. Moccasins were on the docket tonight.
2: And, you know, you, you, know what you could say later, hey, honey, I want to poker on us.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> you know what I mean? Wink. Hey now, that's right. This is true. I could. Uh, I could. Wh- who is the guy in the movie? Uh, is it John Smith? John Smith. John Smith. Man, I could. could John Smith that situation? Are you? But I gotta get an orange. Oh, for the love of p! We barely get started, and he's gonna get. Well, I can start eat. munching a popcorn again. Oh, please don't. Please don't. Okay. I'm going
2: to call your mother oh, at what some the point. fudge? I fudge because the kids are still up. Oh, my God. Ew. But I got to turn the light on. I'm using just the TV light. And I went over to my little stash of oranges. And I stuck my hand okay. in the Mandalorian fucking bag. <laughs> and it was like something like. What's
1: going on here? Oh, no. What? <laughs> oh, I have a mush Mandalorian. mandarin. Uh. Mandalorian. What are you talking? Yeah, about? You didn't eat it fast enough. You just bought. We bought these on Friday at Walmart. We'll
2: throw them away. What am I supposed to eat?
1: I guess I have to have popcorn. You better clean my shelf off. Oh, that's not good. That's good now wait a minute. Wait uh-huh. a minute. Did you or did you not have dinner? Yeah. So what time did you eat dinner?
2: He eats a second dinner.
1: Whoa, who, who, what? It's not a second dinner. What do you mean you eat a second dinner? What do you mean a second it's dinner? The mini orange. Okay, and then later it'll be a bowl of cereal. I was just about <laughs> to say, you know, here, here's, here's the deal here, Mr. Whipwreck. You eat dinner, but then you often tell me, well, shoot, you don't even tell me. You just go ahead and do it. You either have twisted teeth. Those are my cuties. cuties. Oh, they're you. Oh, uh, the truth now comes out. They're not even yours to
2: drink. I put a whole fucking case of them. And they're gone now. Well,
1: this happened. You have eight bottles of wine in there. Two. Well, hold on. Did he ever replenish the barefoot bottle of wine that he drank on a few months nope. ago? There's a pandemic going on. I can't go out there risk my life with that. I'm in a high risk category. Again, like the question I asked you earlier. How often have you changed your shirt since we've been in quarantine? Twice. Twice. <laughs> Ah, oh, um, uh, Mike, it, 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 and you're giving me shit. What do you mean, I giving? Yeah. I, yo, you definitely dish it out to me, and yet you're not, you're, you're mooching off of stuff that's supposed to be hers. It's wee money. Yeah, right. It's wee money going down your throat. Good grief. There's a comment there, but I refuse to. <laughs> so okay, okay, if if uh. If Angel can still hear me, I believe it was, and I can look at the timestamp here, I want to say around 10.30 at night. I heard your husband frolicking around in the kitchen, and I really wasn't quite sure what he was doing. And so I asked him, I said, Mikey, what are you doing? And he told me he was making chicken parm. At 10.30 at night, he was preheating the oven. Is this surprise you in any way, shape, or form? No. Mm, not a good idea. Is she going to have to start writing her name on things so you keep your hands off? Her name's on everything, even the will. It's implied. Uh, so these I don't oranges. I stay in the bedroom instead of coming out here chiming in. Well, no, I like her chiming in, and listeners have let me know they like when she's on the show. So as the producer of the show, I think she has an open invitation to chime in whenever she wants. Getting a female perspective, especially one that, that really gets you. It's kind of one I like. She's not getting a cut of the t-shirt money. (laughs) We're not getting a cut of the
2: t-shirt money. (laughs) No, we're not getting a cut of shit. Because because if she gets a cut, then we're splitting it that way. And then she gets her share and my share. That's
0: damn straight.
1: That's right. Which yours is hers, and which hers is Hers. hers. Right. Look. Wait a minute. We used to be splitting the t-shirt money four ways. She's just the new silent partner. She'd make a charming mute. <laughs> what? Wow. So you reached your hand in the orange bag and what? In what? You, you, you got a bad one? You got a rotten one? Or what? The whole fucking thing was like, like. <sighs> you touch it? Nice. Yes, I touched it. How do you think I figured it out? doing my shelf? No. I'm doing a podcast. I can't be doing such things right now. So the so so the, the the Pocahontas shoes went over really well. I sent you the video. Yes, well done. Thank you. I told you. Did you show it to Angel? I did. Good. I feel like I got a little redemption. She it's said, called Why? your
2: wife your sweetheart.
1: She is. She very much is. All kidding aside. So I asked my wife. I said, "Where do you want to go for dinner tonight?" She said, "Red Lobster." Make. <laughs> did you make plans previously? I said no. Uh, probably should have. Yeah, yeah, you should have you know, at least lied. I, yeah, yeah, I know, I didn't. We went to, uh, we went to a place called Kabuto's. Who? Kabuto's, I want to call it. It's a, uh, it's a, a Japanese steakhouse. Oh. They have sushi and they have steak. We're big sushi people.
2: Is it a hibachi
1: place? Hibachi, yes, it yeah. is. But she wanted to sit around the hibachi thing, and there were other people that were there sitting around the hibachi thing. Tell them to move. I had 86 that. We ended up taking a booth, sitting just the two of us. Why do not you wait? Well, just with everybody sitting so close to each other, mm, I don't know who's got the kova and who doesn't. You know. Do they saying? have a bar? They do have a bar, but I'm a big booth guy. Couldn't I like sitting you, couldn't you have booth. sat at the bar, have a couple cocktails and till your hibachi table is ready? Well, no. They would have sat us with a bunch of other people. That's the way they do it. Uh-huh. Everybody sits around where the guy cooks in the middle, so they were ready to place us with a bunch of other people. So it would have been like me, her, and then right next to her, somebody else, and so, so, so close forth and so They're forth. not distancing at all? They weren't distancing around the hibachi, and that's what made me a little concerned. So I said, can we have a booth to ourselves? All right. So – I know I was kind of a killjoy on that one because she does like the hibachi and the little performance they put on. It's kind of fun. But um, we end up getting the big boat. You're, do you eat sushi? No. You don't like sushi? I fish. Oh, my. Oh, let me add that to the list. Does Angel like sushi? Um, She likes seafood. she. I mean, it's kind of in the same genre, but it's a little… A little more unique. So sushi, sushi is raw
2: fish. Or take it to a like a Japanese steakhouse or something. She's okay. not going to get. she's going to? she's going to splurge it like lobster or something?
1: Okay, that's fine. Totally understandable. Um, so we got the boat. I forget what they call it, but people hearing this will understand what it is. It's it's like a giant wooden boat, like a like wo- a moccasin. A what? Like a moccasin. Oh, a moccasin. Yeah, what like said? what I made. I couldn't hear you. You're now, you're you have your headphones in, don't you? Yeah, I kind of do, but I, they went through the washing machine, so I'm only getting audio out of one ear. Oh. Oh. I'd like to hey, get it. a new pair, but I'm kind of holding. Hey, are you holding for anything in particular? No, nothing in particular. You can get a $5 pair at the CVS. I probably could. Just to get you by. I probably could. You're right. I probably should. I should probably splurge and get I. That. Bought, I, but I, I bought Angel these headphones
2: that... Go yeah. in front of your ear. Okay. Like, it vibrates into your head instead of being in your... Yeah, it's fucking really weird. Okay. And So it doesn't really go on your eardrum. It kind of just vibrates in through your head. I see. And they work
1: pretty good. I was, I was pretty surprised. Did you listen to, you know, through your teenage and adult years, did you listen to music too loud where you think you might have done some damage? Well, <laughs> oh, I... Here's the thing.
2: Not to, along with my other fucking ailments, but I do. I, I am hard of hearing. Like if I'm in like a, like a, right. uh, like a, a louder day, like a busy restaurant or something, okay. I can't hear shit. I can hear everything else, but what I need to hear. Right. So I've been depending, honestly, on uh, reading lips a little bit, which now with the fucking I pandemic and everybody wearing right. a fucking mask.
1: Yeah. Can't read it shit. It makes
2: it pretty difficult. Wow. You know, I can't hear shit. Okay. I had a full conversation with Tyrus one time at uh, at one of the conventions. And he's in there talking. I'm just, you know, kind of getting like every third word. So I can't hear shit with all the background noise. I think it was a good conversation. (laughs) I think it went well. (laughs) You know, you said goodbye and a little quick hug before, you know, after it ended. But I don't uh, know exactly what was said. (laughs) Something probably about Greg Gutfield and something else. I don't really know what else.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. So you you basically whenever you have a conversation you, you get the cliff notes.
2: Yes, yes, it's very frustrating.
1: Oh, that sucks, man. Have you thought about getting your ears checked or your hearing checked? Or?
2: Well, there's really nothing to check. I, I know. I tell you what, it's well, I'm gonna, things are not going well. So not only do I have mental problems from all these concussions, mood swings, everything else, I can't hear shit, which they say is also probably part of uh, the concussions along with loud music. And I'm fat, so yeah, this is I'm really petting a thousand. I can't wait to be eighty-five.
1: Hold on, said, first of all, first of all, you don't have mental problems, okay? You might be okay. a little on the moody side or grouchy side, but you know what? That's just a lot of people have that. Disposition. Oh, I, I got I got mental problems. You might you, you might be hard of hearing, but I mean, let's be honest. Anybody who listens to music, especially the way you like music. Is all probably hard of hearing to some degree. And in fact, that, that, that's 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 basically uh, how do I say this? It's in the eye of the beholder. You know what I'm saying?
2: No, because we're not talking about my vision. We're talking about what I hear.
1: <laughs> the late night eating probably doesn't help you. I will I will say that. But I don't think you're a fat person whatsoever. Now my doctor, I told you what he told me. Aren't you concerned? He did the whole. Yeah, he did the whole like he put his hands from here to here. You look fun. From here to here, yeah, you're a fed person. I'm like, oh my god, I don't, I don't even believe that that he did that. But he did, he did that anyway. He went there. Yeah, he did. So we went to the when went to the the sushi uh, steakhouse place, and it was very nice, very nice. And all the the staff had their masks on. Did you have a glass of wine? I, I did not. I don't. I know. Did your wife have a glass of wine? Yes, she did. Fair enough. What kind of wine did she have? Moscato, I want to say. Oh, all right. So she got mm-hmm. that. Um, what did you have to drink? I'm, Coke. I am, uh, Coke. Coke and water. Coke and water. Coke and water. <laughs> Coke and water. See, what, what, when I drink, it's bourbon or whiskey All right. with ice cubes. That's what I drink. I don't drink wine. I don't drink beer. It's either Jack Daniels or um, Jim Beam. I want to start dabbling with Maker's Mark, but that's really all I drink. I like the bourbon. All right, you, you like, like Doers. What's that? You like Doers. Doers, yes. It's a, it's a Scotch whiskey. I think I've I've sampled it once. Doers neat. Not. Wait, Doers neat. Have it. Okay. That means uh, no no ice. No ice, correct. Very good. I did go to my wife. Did take me a few years ago to a uh, a distillery to. See how they make, you know, bourbon and all that kind of stuff. Well, anyway, I did get to see how they uh, make gin, and I I tried gin. Have you ever had gin? My head is broken. I'm so tired. <laughs> Cold gin. Gin is like sucking on one of those air freshener Christmas trees that you hang from your rearview mirror. It tastes like, like a fucking pine tree, like a pine needle. It's, in my opinion. Fucking terrible. Hmm. I can't do gin. Well, if you haven't tried it yet, I would highly recommend staying the fuck away from it. It's 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 not good. Okay. What if happened? you say so. The other thing I think is really good is, um, oh, Jägermeister. Oh, oh God. Jäger. I could drink the shit out of hey, that. 19? Ugh. Oh, what is that supposed to be? That stuff is make? nasty. What, what do you mean, am I 19? Is that just something like Teenage... Oh, Jägerbomb, yeah! Okay, you've made your point. <laughs> what, okay, all right, I'll give you
2: another one. At my bachelor party, we I, I got completely lit. <laughs> and okay. we were doing Jager bombs. After I ate about 15 Swedish meatballs. Oh my god. Well, after these Jager bombs, right the oh. bar, I puked a little bit and one of those fucking oh. meatballs went rolling across the bar. Oh! So I picked it up and ate it. No, you fucking didn't. That, that's how fucked up I was.
1: Oh my god.
2: Yes. The giant killer Paul Laura Paul Loria had a front row seat for that one.
1: That is. Oh my
2: god. We got Ed we David got to get Paul's... him in, we got to get him on one day. He'll tell you all kinds of
1: fucked up stuff about me. Paul Lauria. Yes. Oh man, bachelor parties—they're fun. Which They're fun, but I thought he was. I thought he was supposed to be logging onto the call.
2: Nope, apparently not not really MIA. I know where he is.
1: Well, at least we don't have to stare at him wearing his uh, you know, his cut-off T-shirt and his Daisy Duke shorts showing us his nipples this week.
2: Doing his, his best uh, Blue
1: Meanie impersonation.
2: Oh, my God. Half-shirt, Daisy Dukes. That's
1: right. I give people credit, man. I, I, I could never pull that look off. Meanie does it, and it's awesome, and it's hilarious, and he makes it work. Some people just can make things work. I can't. I don't think there's any outfit that I can honestly say, looking back on, I really liked myself in that. Really? you never been in a nice Bearded. tux? No. Well, I mean I was I was in a couple of tuxes for weddings, but I never thought I'd look – I'm not a guy who – that's not my style, so I look very out of place. It's as if you were to put Beardo in a tux. No offense to Beardo. Beardo I just nice. don't – and, no he does clean it but I'm sure that's just not his natural environment
2: is it anybody's natural environment
1: well I mean if you're a ring announcer maybe true that. I don't know I like a nice pair of khakis a nice pair of dockers and maybe like uh, like a polo or a golf shirt <sighs> with the with with the sleeves rolled up and then the um I might throw uh, a sweater over my back and let the two arms hang down and wear a pair of uh, doc Martin shoes Are you a preppy boy? No, I just feel like I look good like that. I feel like I'm, I don't know, a pair of Doc Martens and a pair of khaki shorts. I'm a fine piece of ass when I dress like that. Uh, Sounds good to me. Sure. What about you, Mr. I-don't-change-my-shirt very often? Uh, Where do you think you look? Well, you look good when you went to the father-daughter dance when you took that picture. You looked real good. I would sit around in a pair of shorts and a T-shirt. Okay. Shorts and a T-shirt. You're not one of those guys who goes up, who goes outside or runs up to the street to get milk or something like that, and you wear white tube socks with, like, uh, flip-flops, do you? No. Oh, Jesus. Nothing bothers me more than They're not flip-flops. What are they called? You know where your foot slides in completely?
2: Moccasin.
1: I can let that go, are you? <laughs> I'm going to make you a pair. Please do. I'm, I'm going to make you a pair of moccasins. I'm going to make you and Jerry both a pair of moccasins, and I'm going to ship them to you. My wife says they're incredibly comfortable. Good. I'm just saying, man. Hey, like I said, you know your woman. Indeed I do. She told me, she said, what else is going to happen tonight? Anything I can expect? I said, well, I said, "Uh, that all depends. Are you willing to run up the street and get us some dessert? Because if you are, there might be some smooching going on later on. She told me that she was surprised that I was asking her to go get us dessert. It's a little fucked What? But wait a minute. Once again, and, once again, and, I
2: made and, the moccasin. And it's a little fucked up that you're only going to have some smooching if there's dessert.
1: No, no, I'm not saying that that's That's, that's, that's kind of what you said. I'm not – you mean you think that I'm dangling the carrot of romance over her head on a condition of getting me something to that's, eat? That's That's how that came across. Okay. That was not intended how it was going to come across. I was basically trying to say, hey, get some dessert and we'll have some smooches. That's what I meant to say.
2: Can't you have smooches without dessert? Uh,
1: you, yeah, I mean, you can, but goddamn, we just had that sushi, and I i mean, it was lovely, but I, I got this fish flavor in my mouth.
2: Brush your fucking teeth.
1: Yeah, that's true. We were eating the sushi, and um, I didn't realize that the garnish is just a garnish, and I was eating it. And I guess that was frowned upon. I'm not sure. She told me I probably should not do that. They had this big bed of like uh, shredded carrots, and I love carrots, and so I'm just going to town on this thing. And she was like, eh, "It's really just for decoration, not really for consumption." And I said, "Well, why the hell did you put it on the? Why did they put it on the plate if it's not for consumption?" So she says, "Well, it's for..." The ambiance, you know, it's for the aesthetical appearance of the food. I don't agree with that.
2: I'm not sure I agree with that either. If it was on the fucking plate. I th- you should be able to eat it.
1: It's on the plate. Let's go, man. It's just like if there's uh, what's that? What? Oh, somebody told me that I got that one phrase wrong the, the, the other week. It's not about the size of your boat. It's about the motion of the ocean or the motion in your ocean or something, so – but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna use another one this week, man. If there's uh if if there's chalk on the baseball diamond, you're ready to play. Or, or um, what is that thing? If there's something on the field, you're ready to play. If there's Freeland. If there, hold on. Oh my! If there's
2: if there's grass on the field, play ball. Yes. Which
1: which you which, that's exactly right. Which is right. kind of creepy. Kind of fucking creepy. Good point, Touche. Moving on. Uh, we're hey, you know what? I got some news for all front row listener <laughs> listeners. We are number eighty three in the Czech Republic in the sports and recreation category. We are now. Uh, let's see. Oh shit! We have we are no longer ranked in Taiwan. We used to be in the top six.
2: Uh, oh, and I, I was thinking about Bangkok too. <laughs> that's, that's depressing
1: uh <laughs> it's depressing. we are okay in india we are well i'd like to say we're big in india we're podcast ranked 861 in uh, india so i don't know how many are the, the grand total but that's your stats of the day brought to you by front row material all right so i throw that out there just in case you're wondering how hot we are yeah we're right. ooh, back we are lightning, lightning hot. Um. So yeah, so the anniversary went really well. Um, looking forward to uh. To year four next year. I think we said something about I think it's like, linen or fruit. I think you have an option, linen or fruit, is uh, is year four. I want to say. Let me confirm that here. Uh, year four. Yep. Fruit, flowers, or linen. So, fuck. Edible arrangements done. We are good to go. I'm telling you, you can get one of those giant hats with all the fruit on it from the Copacabana. I'm telling you. Am I supposed to, am I supposed to wear it and dance in front of her? Yeah, with coconut on your titties. You Hold on a second. There, there's, a, there's a fine distinction between having titties and being a guy. And just maybe having just a little bit of extra weight up there. Are you saying that you think I have just a little bit more extra proportion or you think I have man titties? Not sure. Would you would you want me to take my shirt off so you can no. give me an honest no. opinion? Oh, no. Nope. Do you have man titties? I'm not a doctor. No, not really. No, you don't have man titties. Then you're not fat. If you don't have man titties, then you can't be fat. Yeah, but because man titties is a sign of potentially being a little on the chubby side, or, or a, a big belly. Nah, belly. I don't really throw the belly into the whole jurisdiction. If you got the tits and you're a guy, um, and you got the uh, this is the other thing you got. If someone takes a picture of you from like behind, and you have that you have that first groove but then you have the second groove. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's like you got like the body makes the V shape, but then you got the tire around it. So you got like a double dip. Then you might be a little chubby. Okay, you say so. Is any any of this making sense here? No, not really. Um, I had a bunch of people tell me that last week they really enjoyed all the music talk we did. And they were really impressed. They DM'd me with uh, how well you know the music. So what? I thought we might be able to put Mikey to the test again. Are you ready? What? I got to take a fucking test after working all day? Well, yeah, but it's a test I think you'll probably do well on. It's an Ozzy Osbourne test. Okay. Are you ready? Sure. Ozzy Osbourne's full name is what? John Michael Osbourne. John Michael Os- That's just like yep. you. Yep. Second question. What year was Ozzy Osbourne born? Right?
2: Uh 1948, I believe. All right.
1: next question. What is the name of the heavy metal band founded by Ozzy? Uh,
2: Black Sabbath. Well, kind of question this.
1: What was their most popular song? Black Sabbath. And this Yes. <gasps> it is multiple choice, so if you would like options I can that's probably paranoid Uh, where was Ozzy born Uh, England well I'm going to need something more specific we have Manchester London Birmingham Birmingham, or Yorkshire Birmingham what year did Ozzy go solo
2: Mm, he did it twice Uh, got fired in 79 so I would say probably
1: 79 first album came out in 80 I believe so you want to pick 79 yeah how many times has Ozzy been married? Twice. What was the name of Ozzy's first wife? Thelma. How many children does Ozzy have? Uh, I think five, I think. And you have five children.
2: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Um, what was Sharon to Ozzy before they married?
2: Uh, his, his manager.
1: What was the name of Ozzy's most popular solo song?
2: Uh, probably Crazy Train.
1: What well-known UK festival did Ozzy headline in 2018? Uh, download. Who was Ozzy's guitarist and friend that died in a plane crash? Randy Rhodes. Why did Ozzy bite the head off a bat during a live performance? Um. And once again, there's multiple choice. So if you'd like to hear these, let me know.
2: Well, just because he thought it was dead. He picked it up and bit into it. Realized it was a. Live bat.
1: Okay, so the options are he was really high, for the shock factor, he hated bats, he thought it was rubber.
2: That's what I just said.
1: You you said you, you thought it was he, rubber. You he said the head off He thought it was dead. Uh, oh, he thought it was rubber. You're cruising through this whole test, man. Yep. W- what was Ozzy's first band originally called? His first band. Yes. Oh, what were they called? What the
2: fuck is the name of it?
1: I can give you options if you so desire.
2: No. Uh, uh. 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 Well, his first brand, his first, his first band was called Rare Breed, and then they kind of went to the Polka Talk Blues as fucked up as that is, and then they went to Earth, and then they went to Black Sabbath. So I think, I think the first, first, first band uh, was Rare Breed with Geezer, I think, Kay. '66. 67, maybe, something like that.
1: Uh, you scored an 80%. Shut the fuck up, 80%. Great score. Not perfect. You're almost there. Try again. So let's go over this. Uh, what's his full name? John Michael Osborne. That's correct. What year was he born? 1948. Uh, what's the name of the heavy metal band founded by Ozzy? That is the Black Sabbath. What was their most popular song? You said Paranoid. That was incorrect. It's actually War Pigs. Eh. Uh, where was Ozzy born? Birmingham. You got that correct. When did Ozzy go solo? You said 78. It was actually in 79. I said 79. I go back and listen. How many times?
2: And, and honestly, he did go solo in 78 because he left Black Sabbath and came <laughs> back. So thank you. 90%. Because
1: you said 78. How many times has Ozzy been married
2: excuse me. twice? Excuse me, excuse me. You were
1: Look up when <laughs> look up when Ozzy first left Black Sabbath. Okay, we will. We looked that up after okay. the fact. Uh, what was the name of Ozzy's first wife, Thelma? That was correct. How many children does Ozzy have? You said five. That was incorrect. The correct answer is six. Well,
2: he had five kids. He adopted one, so he had five real kids. <laughs>
1: Oh, oh, I can't take it. Uh, what was Sharon to Ozzy before they got married? You are correct. She was his manager. Uh, what was the name of Ozzy's most, most popular solo song? Crazy Train, that is correct. Uh, what well-known festival did Ozzy headline in 2018? Um, Download is correct. Uh, who was Ozzy's guitarist and friend that died in a plane crash? Randy Rhodes was correct. Um, what did Ozzy bite the head off during a live performance? And when I gave you the answer, you uh, agreed. It was he bit uh, it off because he thought it was rubber, and then Ozzy's first band was originally called Earth, and you got that correct. So you're not bad. You're not bad. You are uh, no, you are slightly above the average Ozzy fan. I'll give you credit, man. No, first of all, I got them all right.
2: <laughs> I got them all right. Look up when Ozzy left Black Sabbath the first time. Look it up. Okay, you'll be looking up right now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh wow, you're you're very serious about this. You asked me a question, I right? okay. and his first band was Rare Breed, not Earth. So there. So
1: whoever fucking made this test needs to get their fucking shit right. <laughs> I love it. Okay. When did Ozzy first leave Black Sabbath? I just put it in the Google machine. On April 27th, 1979, after various attempts to get Ozzy back on the team, Black Sabbath fired the lead singer. No, no before the quote, we just couldn't continue with Ozzy guitarist Tony Iommi before that. Okay, Iommi my bad. As much as everyone no. and everyone you, <laughs> I'm telling you you're wrong. That's when he got fired. This is, on, this is on LoudWire.com. This is when he got fired. The
2: first time he left Black Sabbath to go solo was in 1978. He left for three months. Black Sabbath brought in Dave Walker as a replacement. Didn't work out. Ozzy came back. I'm telling you, 1978. Now, if you ask me when Ozzy he got fired, it,
1: the answer was 1979. I was just about to say, when did Ozzy get fired from Black Sabbath? That was 1979. Osbourne was fired from the band in 79 due to alcohol and drug problems, but went on to have a successful solo career, releasing 12 studio albums, the first seven of which received multi-platinum certifications in the U.S. Osborne has since reunited with Black Sabbath on several occasions. So when he went solo, holy shit, he released 12 albums and seven went multi-platinum? Yeah, I'm telling you. Wow, that's impressive. Like I said before, you did well. You should just you should feel comfortable with that. I'm, I'm very proud of you. You got most of them right. I feel really good about that. I, I'm really wondering who... Who decided that War Pigs was their biggest hit? Well, I mean, this is this is what culture, which is pretty fucking popular. No, I'm not buying it. Look That's up what I'm saying. Look up the chart rankings for War Pigs and, and Paragon. You mean as far as who sold more albums? Well, they had like you know the peak positions and things like that. So peak charts for War Pigs. Yeah. Chart history for Black Sabbath: peak position, weeks on the chart. War Pigs, Black Sabbath, January 31st, 2004. Peak position was at six. For War Pigs. Okay. Okay. So the peak position was at six, for War Pigs. So what's the other one? Peak chart for what? Paranoid. Okay. So peak position was eight. For Paranoid. Yes. Mm. There you go. Now here's the thing. Is this like I said? Oh, here's the thing. Yeah. else or the U.K. Oh, for the love of God! Because you didn't God. specify. Oh Different Jesus. Charts. I, I want to say both were the United States. I don't remember ah, completely. Okay. <laughs> You're looking for loopholes here? Back, I'm just proof.
2: Just now, back to my other one that I know I was right on. Look up <laughs> Ozzy, Look up
1: when Ozzy first left Black Sabbath. You you really want to get vindicated, don't you? 78, because I know it's right. Okay, so I'm Googling when did Ozzy first leave Black Sabbath, April 27th of 79. No, that's when he got fired. Hold on, I'm looking it up. <laughs> oh, my God, Google is telling me. April 27th of 79, if you can find a statistic that shows me other than that, I would love to see it. I'm not seeing anything that says 1978, homie. Goodness gracious. So as you're looking that up, so once again, anniversary went well. Everything was fine. Had sushi. We're back here. She's in the bedroom. Doing what? I'm not exactly sure. Probably getting ready for some pillow talking. But, uh, But yeah. Year three in the books, man. In 1978, Osborne left the band oh. for three months to
2: pursue a, pro, a to pursue a solo project he called Blizzard of Oz, a title which had been suggested by his father. Three members of the band Necromandus, who had supported Sabbath in Birmingham when they were first called Earth, backed, backed Osborne in the studio, and briefly became the first incarnation of a solo band. At the request of the other members, Osborne rejoined Sabbath, spent spent five five months la 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 and in 1979 he got fired so thank you moving on well what your little fucking
1: bullshit fucking quiz <laughs> in- oh my god first of all I don't endorse the quiz I just gave you a quiz well you're using second of using all a quiz
2: with incorrect information so therefore you did not do your homework before you picked this quiz it's like going to Jerry
1: Van Dyke for fucking uh you know something else I don't know. <laughs> It's like going to Jerry Van Dyke for something else. Listen, I'll give you 9 out of 10 then. How does that feel? Does it feel a little bit better? Yeah. 9 out of 10 is not bad. You're not a hardcore, but I mean you're oh, close. Oh, bullshit. I'll give, I'll give you credit. Their most popular song. If you ask
2: anybody what their most popular song is, they're going to say Paranoid. you ask the general population a Black Sabbath song, they're going to say Paranoid. Maybe that should be a poll question. Maybe. I think War Pigs is a better song. But if you ask what's more popular, because you don't know the song me play on classic rock? What song is that?
1: So I wanted to bring up – kind of bring this back to the whole wrestling conversation. Do you remember how you and I many months ago were talking about how there was this idea that was thrown out there to change the gimmicks of the revival and how they were not on board with it, and I guess it was – Vince McMahon, Bruce Prichard, and some other people wanted to basically turn them into looking like clowns. Do you remember that conversation? No. So for everybody who is wondering, the WWE did not know what to do with the Revival. Keep in mind the Revival was a damn good tag team. And then WWE decided they had nothing creatively for them. So they were going to rebrand them. They were going to repackage them. However, the prototype drawings, if you want to call it that, from – uh, creative services got leaked online and you still claim you've never seen it so basically the revival decided you know what i'm not digging this this is ridiculous so they decided to officially inform wwe that they were not going to be signing and that uh that was basically the end of it thus they started burying them on tv until they were on their way out what in god's name are you doing i'm looking for are you in that fucking popcorn right now?
2: No, I'm in the freezer.
1: Why? I can't see if we had any waffles. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? No. You're looking for fucking waffles?
2: <laughs> They're good.
1: I don't fucking believe this. Anyway, I'm going to continue with the conversation. Go ahead. So, just don't chew in my ear. Please turn your head if you're going to chew. So, anyway... They get jobbed out on the way out. They decide not to re-sign. Obviously, they have the uh, the 90-day no-compete type of deal, and they end up signing with AEW. Well, it was actually a, a handshake deal that the Revival made with Tony Khan and AEW. There was not an official contract, but they agreed that they were going to sign in principle with the company once the 90 days had expired. Are you – from your experience at wrestling, are you allowed to verbalize these kinds of things even though you're in that 90-day no compete window, are you? Do conversations occur, or is that frowned upon? No, I think you can have conversations.
2: You get fired,
1: or your contract's What's the big deal? Bad.
2: People were talking to other people while they were still in the contract. This goes back forever. Just right. back in the day, nobody knew
1: about it. A little more discreet. Right. Everything was kept hush hush. So I'm going to send you a picture here. Hopefully, you'll be able to see this. As you're fucking legoing your ego. Let's see. This was the picture. That got leaked of what they were supposed to look like, and that's not bullshit. That's not gimmicked. That is the image that continued to circulate the internet. Where'd you send it to me? I send it into the chat in the Skype conversation. Hold on. Anyway, the reason why I'm I'm talking about how do you see that? It's in the chat conversation. What chat conversation? It's a video. Right, but there is a side chat feature on Skype where Uh you can type to each other if, like, you're in the midst of like doing something. You can send me a message like, hey, keep talking. I got to piss. And so I know to keep talking. Or if you say, hey, I'm going to go make some food, I can kind of keep the shit rolling while you preheat your oven. I don't see no uh, chat. Am I talking to you or am I talking to you? I'm telling you. Chats. I have nothing. I have a chat with Jerry from Monday. Yep. Sure you do. So anyway, long story short. Um, the reason why I'm talking about the revival is it has okay. just been made – yes. Why are you going to be like that? Why well, I got to be like what? Well, you're like, ah. well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I send you something. You're like, oh, I don't know where it's at. Okay. So anyway. But I don't see it. Here we go. You don't see it. Okay. I will send it in another form. So what had happened was here, the uh, the revival had one final meeting before they were out the door. And it was one of those exit interviews that a lot of companies do before you leave. So they – They actually got to sit down with Vince, and this is a quote. We talked with Vince. Our last meeting with Vince, he apologized because he had been sending all these pitches, and none of them seemed to take because the writers were too afraid to approach him with different ideas, and he apologized for the system being broken. So Vince is admitting his own system is broken. Isn't that that crazy? So this is Vince McMahon himself saying his own system is broken. So the disconnect between himself, them pitching ideas, the writers, no one's on the same page, and they revealed this in an interview they had recently given. Did they ever meet with Vince? Did who ever meet with Vince? That—that's who met with Vince. Is the revival? Yeah, but did they ever meet with him before that? I don't believe they did. Well, there you go. Probably. Well, how is it? And it's not necessarily their fault. It is. They're the talent. The writers and the creative department are supposed to. Come to the talent and say, "Hey, this is what we are thinking that we want to do with you. Do you object to it? Am I correct in that?" Yeah, but bullshit. If you're at the point where you're getting nothing, 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 and this is your livelihood, right? You're gonna want a meeting with Vince. You're gonna go to the boss, but is is okay? Are you high enough on the card, or as far as pecking order? So let's put this in ECW terms. Um, Give me somebody who's not you or Jerry or Tommy Dreamer or Rhino or any of the other ones. Let's say – who who can I throw out there? Valpuccio. Is Valpuccio going to be able to go to Paul and get a sit-down meeting with Paul? Yes.
2: He might have to wait a while, but yes, we will get one.
1: Is Tony Stetson getting an interview – or a sit-down with Paul? Yep. So you're saying Paul had time for everyone. He would make time. If you need to talk to him, you can talk to him. So this wasn't a situation of go talk to Tommy first, and then Tommy relays it to Paul? Well, you could do that if you wanted to, but if you really want to talk to Paul... Do you feel like, in your opinion, that Vince is accessible to his talent as people believe he is? I don't know, but if my career is getting fucked around, you damn well bet I go talk to him. So you So it's not a situation of going to one of the agents first, and then the agent bring it up in a... Production meeting, and then if well, yeah, I mean, Vince yeah, I, I, hears I, I, said complaint or what, you know, obviously you're going to go to the pecking
2: order. To, well, that's I mean,
1: my whole point.
2: But if it gets to the point where you know what, I think we're going to quit. You know what I mean, before it's too late, and you've already pretty much gave your notice and that's the end,
1: and you have your quote-unquote exit interview. I would demand to talk to him before that. Did you ever feel in your career? Because I know you said in WCW you were not happy from a creative perspective. Right. Did you ever? say anything to anyone else? Because I know you said you pitched an idea about being the the crazy Pyro Mikey in WCW before you unveiled it when you came back to ECW. Right. Who did you say you pitched that to? Uh, Jimmy Hart. I told a couple of the guys. But at no point in time did you go to Creative or go to Eric or whoever? Eric wasn't around. I have. Okay, so who was... But I, at that point, I had made up. The place was so fucked
2: up. I just wanted to go back to ECW. Okay, so, I had already,
1: so uh, let's continue. So there's really no point in pushing it further. I couldn't wait to quit. But what I'm saying is, could it possibly have prevented you from quitting if you would have been granted an interview with, well, you just said that that Eric was not available. So who's second in command if you can't get a hold of Eric? Who fucking knows? WCW was a mess. Nash, maybe? Who knows? But that, Another that, that talent? company was so fucked up. That I, they were fucked up because it was just it was just nobody knew who was doing what, correct? Well, that too. But it was just – it was no – it was a fucking car wreck. The whole fucking thing by
2: the time I got there. It had a very poor morale. It was just shitty.
1: Nobody gave a fuck about anything, and that, that's a trickle-down theory. In your opinion, what caused that? Poor management. So Eric picked the wrong people to be around him. Yeah, but when I got there – also,
2: they were in the middle of this time, this Time Warner AOL merger, which was a giant clusterfuck, too. OK, what what so, but how does I'm that is, what I'm saying is if I had wanted to stay with the company and gave a shit? Yes, I probably would have made a little more noise. But after two months, maybe two months No, uh, uh, after my match with Scotty Riggs and I was putting over Scotty Riggs, I said, OK, well, there's nothing here for me, obviously. And I kind of dealt with it a little bit. And then we did the Great American Bash with Van Hammer. And at that point, I was like, fuck this. I'm going to fucking quit. I just, I'm just out of here. And that's why I talked to Bobby Heenan, and Bobby Heenan said, Mikey, the first and the 30th of every month, you get a check. That's all you have to worry about. It. This place is a sinking ship. I said, you're right, brain. So I kept going for a little while, and then
1: it became very obvious there was nothing for me. So I just said, fuck. Is it disappointing? Because in, in no disrespect to ECW, but... This is your a big break with a large, you know, in many people's eyes, the number two wrestling company in the United States. Does it kind of suck in a way that, like, I'm here, and this is what it looks like? Oh yeah, it's very disheartening. Like this sucks. Right. It it has to because it's, you know, you literally when you think about your career, you went from, you know, driving the rings to setting up the rings to. Being a beat-up guy to being a triple crown ECW, to this day, the only one, if I'm correct, you know, being well-known, getting a chance to get signed to a nice fat-ass contract with WCW, and then it just shits the bed. Yeah, pretty much sucked Like, it just doesn't seem like it's it's the continual maturation of, okay, so I did this. Now I'm going to take the next step. Now I'm going to take the next step.
2: No. At at the
1: time, it really sucked. But... When I left ECW, checks were bouncing.
2: My bank account was probably like ten grand in the hole. I'm not getting paid and everything else. To going to WCW, making decent money, not really working, so my body healed up a bit. Right. And it kind of built also with just being miserable there, kind of built the passion to go work and have fun. Right.
1: Went back back to ECW and it was, you know, wasn't smooth at first, but I think it worked out all right. So for everybody who we had mentioned a watch along this week, we are unfortunately going to have to postpone the watch along. Uh, Jerry is having some, I guess, technical issues or something. He's not here, but we're going to wait till Jerry can join us for the watch along. So my apologies for that. We should give everybody something because we can't have the watch along. So what what do you want to give people? Give them a t-shirt <laughs> for 19.99. They can have a t-shirt. When was the last time someone bought a t-shirt? <laughs> 1999. Oh, my God. Wow. Make T-shirts. People will buy This a great idea for a T-shirt. I, yeah, not so much. Right. So sorry about the watch along. Uh, yeah, we can't get a hold of I track. heard that people were uh, leaving comments. Yeah, I can't
2: hear you. Sorry. I, I heard that people were leaving uh, comments and ratings on, on the podcast.
1: People are leaving comments and ratings on the podcast. Well, you going to read them, or what? Jesus. Well, that's your job. Let's go. I, re- I remember the last time I was going over all this kind of stuff, you were like, ah, whatever. They just left ratings because I told them to. Yeah, but these are legitimate ones. These, they're really good ones. Did you want me to read them? I would yeah. have no problem yes, reading read them. read them. Have you already read them yourself?
2: I skimmed over them quick.
1: You skimmed over them. That's very nice. Oh,
2: people left comments. I go, oh, really?
1: Yes, so let's go into to, to, uh, to this. This one's called Like Hanging Out. This was a five-star, and this was from Red Panther. So uh, if you are Red Panther, we want to thank you. Uh, Red Panther's comment was, Awesome, hilarious show, especially during times like these. This is a great show to listen to and escape from the day-to-day. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to tell you you're hanging out with Freeland, Jerry, and Mikey each and every week. Nice, Red Panther. Thank you so very much. Uh, definitely uh, hit me up, and I would love to get a chance to chat with you even more. Uh, very nice comment. Next comment is from Queen in Crimson. Cool. This one is informative and hilarious. Once again, a five star. Informative. I recently be what? Informative. Informative. Okay. You wouldn't think this show would be would be described as informative. Right? He might live under a rock. Well, it may be a she. We don't know. Queen and Crimson. Oh, yeah. We don't know. Oh, yeah. She may be I, re- I recently became nostalgic for my time as a wrestling fan when I was part of the cult of ECW. Honestly, I was obsessed. As a teenager, I'd never miss an ECW arena show, despite my parents uh, uh, hesitantly dropping me off at what they called the fire trap. <laughs> Okay, Here we go. There's more. Oh, Yes, I needed to click the more button. Um, okay. I never told them, but I've decided to search for a wrestling podcast to get me through my work days. And this is the first one I've given a listen to. Haven't had to try another one yet. I'm totally addicted to this podcast. The three men have great chemistry. I've always... Find myself in tears while listening, especially when Mikey does hysterical impersonation That's
2: right, Baba.
1: Queen and Crimson. That's right. thank you very much. <laughs> the stories are great, and you really get a glimpse of what it was like to be in the locker room of ECW, but others as well. So, well done. I'm looking forward to catching up on all the episodes I've missed. So, once again, Queen and Crimson. Thank you so very much. That was a awesome um, review that you had left us on, on iTunes. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. We do we we do have another one. I think. Jaw aching fun. Hopefully this is not referring to TMJ. This one's from T H E W twelve. Uh, I guess this one's from Great Britain. Very nice. You'll be laughing your head off all episode. Do you want to listen to the best Iron Chic impersonation in podcasting? The Perils of Being a Larger Man, and The Escapades of Jerry and Mikey's Time in Wrestling, this is the podcast for you. Thanks for all the laughs, guys. You are awesome. So, those are our iTunes listener ratings that we have gotten. We are extremely uh, grateful for that. Yeah. This is pretty cool. Everybody has been very, very nice and kind with their words. So... As we've said before, if you have some things you want to share with <laughs> us. Th- Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not used to positive feedback. I, I got a little uh, sneezing. Did you get a little emotional? Did you get a little verklempt? No. Did you have to talk amongst yourself? No.
2: Just had to fucking sneeze.
1: Got it. Um. Yeah, if, if you want to leave us a message, let us know what you're thinking about the show. If there's some things that you would like us to cover that we have not yet talked about yet, we are going to be incorporating some new elements to the show as well. As you know, we, uh, we've been talking about some music lately. I know Mikey's a big Aussie fan. Even though he didn't do so hot on the quiz this week, you know what? I'm sure he's going to get better. Hey, but uh, a legitimate
2: goddamn quiz. A <laughs> uh, man version you found out there.
1: Hold on. It was from what culture, so I don't know what your issue is. What culture? Le- the fuck? It's – what is what culture? Yeah. Okay, Grandpa, what culture is a big deal. They have stuff that's on YouTube and everything. Well,
2: their shit's fucking wrong.
1: That's
2: your opinion. you got to get the fact checkers out on these people. It was 1978. No,
1: 1979. Good Lord Almighty. Just admit, hey, 1978, fucker. I missed it. I missed it. It happened. Mistakes happen, nope. man. Nope. It's okay. Oh, so before we say our final goodbyes, do want to let you know if you are so inclined, you can cruise on over to Pro Wrestling Tees, get yourself a Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck t-shirt. You can also get yourself a Front Row Material logo shirt. Those are all still available in all sizes. They're not flying off the fucking shelves. No, nice. we're still on the first run of printing. <laughs> we are. They're... they're these are like first editions. So that might be a collector's item. What are you doing? Are you sniffing? Well, now I, I sneeze. Okay. What, what does that mean now? Oh, Jesus. Did he literally hang up on? Call ended.
2: I, um, I sneezed and hit the button. You sneezed
1: and hung up? Well, yeah, not on purpose. How does that happen? No, I, I'm right. How does that happen? How do you sneeze in the phone? Because I have my phone in my hand. Okay.
2: And my my thumb, see, there's a little red button with a little phone uh-huh. handset in it, which is yeah. the end call button.
1: Okay. Why do you have your finger near the end call button? Because you could accidentally hit that at any point in time. As you
2: know, as I just it proved. Would,
1: you can't just saying. so before i was in we want to go by this fucking shit show already we're we're doing the Oh, well, let's go i'm hurrying i gotta get the plugs in you're gonna get the plug in later hey 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 now hey now all right so uh i'm gonna do this because i think it's important and a lot of people like this you know what i'm gonna do right now no idea but i have a pretty good idea <clears throat> what do you think it's called
2: you're going to fucking uh, – I don't think we
1: talk about people. Where we talk about people? Yeah, you talk – you you bring up different people. You, you, you It sounds like I'm – <laughs> like I'm <laughs> gossiping or something.
2: Well, you, you do send some weird text messages every now and then. Hey, did you see what happened to in your neck of the woods?
1: Okay. All right. I got that from Willard Scott. Do you remember that? Remember Willard Scott? Didn't he just die? This is the national news, and this is what's happening in your neck of the woods. Didn't he just die? No, he's been dead for years. Uh-huh. Why, why are you... <laughs> I thought he just died. He was the Smucker's guy on Good Morning America, I believe. I
2: never watched it. Do you,
1: do, you, do you know who Willard Scott is, all kidding aside? No, apparently not, because I thought he just died. Oh, my God. This conversation is going to end really quickly. Um, do you wanna... He just died.
2: He was in all those... Um, you know the guys who do Spinal Tap. He, they did a, a Mighty Wind, and they did uh, Gone with the Show.
1: Are you talking about Rob Reiner's father, Carl oh, Reiner? <laughs> this is Spinal Tap.
2: What about it? He was in it, all those movies he did with them guys. What the hell? Oh my god, I can't think of the guy's name. Hold on. Keep talking about your place I'll find. I'll find
1: it. Yeah, yeah. Please, by all means. So. Do want to go ahead and uh, do some shout outs? Shout outs of the week. I want to give a shout out to uh, Shining Wizards Podcast. Guys, this is a great wrestling podcast. Definitely check it out. Had some conversations with Tony. Uh, really awesome dude. You can follow him at Big T O N Y Z. Shining Wizards Podcast is a great one. You should definitely check it out. I actually had a chance. To chat with Jazz, who is a legendary wrestler in this business. Got to chat with Fred her. Willard. Uh, Fred but, Willard. What? Fred Willard died. That, that's the guy I was talking to. Yeah, he was, the, um, he was on Golden Girls, and he was on a bunch of other shows. Yeah, yes, but, but
2: did, do you not understand why I got it confused with Willard Scott? I do, because it both has Willard. In, but I have yes. no idea who the
1: fuck Willard Scott is. Yeah, well, that's that's a, that's a shame on you. I uh, want to thank Smiley at smiley underscore Lucho. Thomas Fossetti, Kitchen Faucet, thank you so much. Jay Bone, I want to say thanks to Jay Bone. Uh, and, and everybody who basically sent me messages about uh, my anniversary. Seriously, thank you so much. Do appreciate that. Mike Unit, the Mike World Order. Mike Unit, New World Order is being replaced by the Mike World Order. Very cool. Very cool. Stephen Clark still hits me up. He's uh, just saying hi to you know, Stephen Clark. You know who I saw pop up
2: twice this week? Who who did you see pop up twice this week? The Midget
1: and the fucking Hellman what do you mean? Well, well, Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Rage, the effing lunatic, yeah. the Midget? Yes, he popped back up. Well, how does this guy just... He goes like... He flies under the radar forever. Well, Is that what dwarfs do? I, I have no idea. You know, he popped up. Like he did a <laughs> He popped up. Like, like whack-a-mole. There you go. <laughs> so did you say hi to him, or what did
2: you say? I don't know if I said anything, to be honest. I, mean, I don't remember. I, I have so many interactions on Twitter. Not really. I was really wondering what I said, and I don't think I said anything.
1: Wow. Did he say something to you? Well, he popped up on one of my uh, one of my things. Is he really a midget? Is that like legit? I think, yeah. I'm just short. curious. You just think he's really short? I don't know what a considered a dwarf is. I don't know because you have a dwarf and then you have a little person. And I'm not trying to be politically incorrect. I'm not trying to be inappropriate or offensive. I honestly don't know. And I know there is distinctions between them. If you're less than 4'10", you're a dwarf. Oh, are you looking this up right yeah, now? Yeah, dwarfism. On what culture? On Wikipedia, another reputable. Wikipedia, extremely fucking reputable. Very glad you were looking that up there. So you're a dwarf if you are 4'10", or, uh, or less. Is midget still a word used in 2020? I guess that depends who you talk to. So what's less, okay. So that's it, dwarf, 4'10 or lower. So you're just a dwarf no matter if you're 3'10", 3'5", 3 foot. It's just dwarf, right? I have no idea. I feel uh, like we should get somebody on the show that's an expert on this. Anyway, if you're listening, Rage, have somebody take a picture of you, like a full-body picture. Oh, be, and okay. and I, I'm just asking. I am What's just the picture going to do? Gonna say, hey, do me a favor. What he classifies himself as.
2: He uh, had a side job. That's why we haven't seen him. Oh, my
1: God. God. This is terrible. Do I even want to ask what the side job
2: is? He was was a model for the little garden gnomes.
1: Oh, my God. God damn it. You give me shit, but then you go ahead and you make reference to him as a garden gnome. That's not okay. Why? Because. Garden gnome. I think that's a perfectly acceptable term. I don't think it is at all. What are you going to call them? I don't know. I, I, I always thought... Garden gnome is kind of... If you are shorter than those porcelain ducks or geese people put in their yard, then I think you're a midget. What? Do people still decorate those things? My vision of what a midget is, okay, is if you are the height of one of those... Concrete or porcelain ducks that people decorate or put costumes on that are in people's front yards. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh. All right, so did my shout outs.
2: What? No shout out to Riverfish today?
1: EJ Miller? Yeah. Yes. How could we not do it? I love the Riverfish, EJ. Not Miller. this week. I lo- What are you talking about? Mojo Riverfish? You can we give a shout out, please? He's a good. He, I did not realize that I did not do that. Mojo Riverfish, you are the man. We are so happy that uh, you are doing well. You look fantastic. I feel I feel bad for Mike Unit. Why do you feel bad for Mike Unit? Because he's really looking
2: forward to this episode.
1: That's
2: why I feel bad. Why is, why is he really looking forward to this particular episode? I don't know. That's what he said on Twitter. He said he loves you. Can't wow. wait for the episode.
1: Well, because he's being nice. He's polite. He has manners.
2: Well, I feel fucking bad for him. Why? Do you think we didn't deliver? Well, do we ever?
1: I mean, I, 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 that's kind of subjective. I think we do okay. You know, do, would I say we give 100% effort? No, absolutely not. I, I would say we're in a solid 60% effort bracket. And I think that's fair. I mean, wouldn't you agree? 60% effort's not bad. Eh. I'd bump it to maybe seven, sixty-nine. <laughs> Those are the shout-outs. That's my interactions. Once again, thank you, everybody. who said kind words to me. Wonderful. Um, I appreciate it. I might have to upload the video of me actually giving her the uh, the Pocahontas. Definitely- do it. I think it went over pretty well I do it. I think it went over well and you know what another year in the books getting ready for year four I can either get her what was that silk or linens or fruit she's getting some windows there you go alright guys that's gonna do it we do thank you for listening in we got a cool episode coming up next week you know what's coming up next week my people?
2: Oh what oh yeah
1: did you get it it's uh really entertaining well done well I don't see you doing any fucking teasers or anything like that about what I don't like the teaser I like to just give it to her for the unavailable jury are you talking- for the That's- spastic Mikey are- what? I'm saying the goodbyes right now I'm, oh, I'm, about- I'm wrapping it up here I'm wrapping it up. This is how I wrap things up. Do you want to do the wrap-up thing? It's really, it's really easy. You ready? Yeah. Bye. <laughs> See you next week, guys. We'll talk to you then.
0: The world of NLW Radio never stops.